It is August 28th, 2018. Hello everyone, welcome to Paradox of Civility. I'm your host, Roy Koshi. This is a podcast in which I revisit an online radio show that I did back in 2012 and 2013 called The Hate Project. Um, You may have read the description already or you have uh, listened to previous episodes, so I won't uh, recount what The Hate Project was. But in a nutshell, um, it was an online radio show in which I invited people who were actual hate mongers to call in so that I could have an honest discussion about them and their hate where that all came from. Um, So on this episode, this is uh, a series of clips from The Hate Project episode 11, which originally aired on October 29th, 2012, live. On this episode, I had a co-host who was with me in my apartment. Uh, She goes by the name Red Sonia. She's originally from Eastern Kentucky. And she's someone who um, escaped, you know, a racist upbringing and um, a racist community and, you know, found herself to be a more open-minded adult. And she describes her journey in uh, how she, you know, escaped the racist indoctrination uh, from her parents, from her community. And um, we talk about a bunch of other things, too. Now, on this episode, I have three primary callers that I want to explain. Uh, The first one is the Klansman. He goes by Dragon1488 in this episode. Um, He was the same Klansman from the last uh, Paradox of Civility episode, those clips that you heard, if you listen to that episode. Um, We go, you know, a lot deeper, and the conversation kind of goes all over the place. Um... And then I get a call from someone calling herself Nurse1488. Um, Now, just want to throw this out there. Um, 1488 is a very common and famous slogan amongst white supremacists, white nationalists, neo-Nazis. The 14 words um, are, we must secure the existence of our people and a future for white children. The numbers 88... Uh, correspond uh, with the letter H, which is the eighth alphabet letter, and um, 8-8 means Heil Hitler, basically. Both start with an H. Very clever. And then at the end, uh, fake George Takai calls back in, and um, it's very amusing at first. You know, he's kind of uh, very uh, charmingly messing with the other two callers, the Dragon 1488 and Nurse 1488. And then uh, he starts spewing some really racist stuff. Um, I have to admit, uh, me and Sonia were laughing a lot. Uh, Not because we endorse those views, um, but he uh, is a great George Takai impressionist. And so hearing George Takai authentically rail on blacks and Jews was very surreal. Had the feeling of a comedy sketch, basically. Now, um, again, I mentioned in a previous episode when he called in that um, this guy reveals his real identity down the road. Um, I don't remember if I got his real name, but he just reveals that he's not George Takai, and he's... I I don't want to get too into that. I will address that in a future episode, actually on the one when he calls back in. So, um, now, for new listeners, 
Part of the reason I'm doing this podcast is to shed a light on a lot of the conversations I had back then, what I heard back then, and revisit it through the lens of the current era that we're living in under the Donald J. Trump presidency of the United States of America. Um, a lot of these ideas back then, it just, um, it was almost sort of for me, as disturbing as it may have been at times, it was almost a form of entertainment because it was very fringe. But a lot of these fringe ideas and a lot of these characters, even within this ecosystem of white nationalism, white supremacist, uh, neo-Nazi groups, a lot of figures, if not from directly from these uh, groups that I interacted with on my radio show, um, a lot of people inspired by the ideas, uh, by the same source material that these groups operate under, um, have made their way to the highest offices in the land, and one of the most one of the major political parties in America has a lot of open Nazis, open white supremacists running for office as they are empowered by uh, the Donald J. Trump administration. On August 22nd, 2018, Donald Trump tweeted out, I have asked Secretary of State, uh, Secretary Pompeo, to closely study the South Africa land and farm seizures and expropriations and the large-scale killing of farmers. And in quotes, South African government is now seizing land from white farmers. He tags Tucker Carlson and Fox News in this particular tweet. Um, now, why am I bringing that up? Okay, so um, I will be posting some articles to give you some further context. But um, white genocide, hashtag white genocide, that has been a big talking point um, in the white nationalist, white supremacist ecosystem. Um, basically, um, it's riling people up to convince them that they are under attack as white people from the darkies coming over the mountains. Um, and so it's a call for action, basically. Now, again, it's something that, um, it's been around for a long time, for decades even. But, um, you know what, like, in the years past... It would be seen as a fringe idea, basically. It would be seen as, even amongst conservative circles, it would just be seen as a little too out there. But now, um, not only is a uh, major national network uh, spreading this propaganda through one of its pundits, um, the most powerful man in the world is legitimizing this uh, white genocide myth. Um, I say myth because uh, I'll post an article in the description, uh, an article on The Guardian um, from a research organization in South Africa that says that murders of farmers is at a 20-year low. And uh, a lot of the murders in South Africa, um, murders of white people even, um, are not necessarily conclusively racially based. Um, I'm also going to post another article from the Southern Poverty Law Center that deep dives more into the uh, South African white farmer genocide, um, you know, myth and um, the white genocide myth altogether and uh, why it's a problem. Uh, so I recommend you check that out because it also has some great links within that article. According to Heidi Byrick of the Southern Poverty Law Center, um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, 
She says that white genocide is probably the most popular theme in the white supremacist world. Now, uh, Derek Black, um, he's the son of Stormfront founder Don Black. Stormfront, of course, is the uh, major white supremacist website and uh, forum. Um, I've mentioned them in a previous episode as well. So he has left uh, the white nationalist movement. He left the KKK. And um, he says this in this article. I'll be posting this below there as well. He says, um, if we say it a thousand times, white genocide, we are losing control of our country, politicians are going to start saying it too. Looks like it's working. Now, in regards to the nurse who calls in, um, so she is an actual nurse, according, you know, I'm assuming she's telling me the truth. Um, she says she works in an inner city. She says that she keeps um, her white pride beliefs separate from her job. Now, um, in New York, there was a doctor who worked in the Bronx. He was a resident radiologist named Dr. Dove Beckhofer. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right, but um, he was recently uh, let go from his job because he was actually uh, a regular online commenter for a website that promoted white nationalism. Um, he has since left that job, and he has apologized publicly, saying that he's not a racist and that's not who he is. He mentions that um, he explored these ideas. He's a Jewish person. He tried to look at this out of curiosity, explore these websites out of curiosity, and then I guess he got taken in with it and started uh, becoming an active participant uh, in these online forums. So I bring this up because a lot of these people... Um, they're not just on the fringes. They're often, when you're just going to the doctor, you could be uh, dealing with one of these folks. The nurse also talks about uh, part of her racial awakening. Um, they use that term a lot. You know, they get offended when you call them racist. Um, her racial awakening, uh, part of it stems from uh, an incident in her childhood when her hometown uh, was involved in the redistricting of schools, and it just really threw the neighborhood into chaos. Um, often redistricting, redistricting means, you know, uh, diversifying. And I share that, um, I highlight that because uh, recently in May, it was April, late April, early May of here in New York City, Upper West Side parents flipped out when the idea was floated for their schools to be diversified, uh, to include people who were maybe underprivileged, who didn't score as high on the test because they maybe didn't have the same resources. So, again, very normal people. I guarantee you a lot of those Upper West Side snoots probably voted for Hillary, probably voted for Obama. They probably would say, I'm not racist. How dare you? Sometimes white liberals suck and... Um, it's easier to talk to white racists. Now, that being said, um, I want to highlight a theme that these two especially keep hitting. Both the nurse and dragon, uh, 1488, the KKK guy and this nurse in the white pride movement. She doesn't say which you know particular group she's a part of, but she says that she's been the white pride movement for a long time, for about, like I think, I don't remember. Um, so uh, they keep saying that they don't hate anyone, they are motivated by a love for their race. That's what they say. Now, the nurse is a lot more respectable. 
Dragon uses the N-word, F-word. He uses all kinds of slurs. And um, he uses a lot of violent language. You'll hear it at one point. He talks about, like, how, um, you know, he's willing to defend his race and he'll put his boot around someone's neck, his boot on someone's neck, you know, if he needs to. He says he's not motivated by hate, uh, but, wow, he... um, You can kind of feel the hate seeping out of him a bit. Um, So... I'm sharing uh, these clips. I hope you look at it through the framework of some of the articles I posted below um, and some of the uh, current events that I just now mentioned. Um, Enjoy. Um, I will preface this with saying that um, there is a lot of hate speech. There's a lot of hate language, a lot of racial slurs thrown around. So if you don't want to listen to that, I will not be offended. I won't know about it, actually. So if you turn it off, if you turn off this podcast like right now, I'm never going to know about that. Um, so do what you need to do. The format of Talk Shoe, where I was doing this show, um, there's a chat room. So Sonia and I are reading out comments from the chat itself. So um, I hope that, you know, is not too confusing. But that's what was happening when you hear us reading out something that, like, you know, you're not hearing another voice saying that stuff. Um, we're just reading from the chat room. Um, and there is some distortion at times. Um, again, this was a uh, very low-budget project. So uh, give it a listen if you're still with me, and I will be back at the very end. Well, guys, uh, welcome to another installment of The Hate Project. Thank you all so much for waiting. I'm so sorry about the wait that you had to endure. As you can imagine, it's been kind of a rough, uh, rough last uh, 48 hours with the weather and all that. So um, I'm waiting for all of you to blame the Jews on that one. So uh, I'm filling in for the regular host. Uh, my name, I am the Disappointment Wizard. Um, so here's a story behind that. I was in line to be the grand wizard of the KKK, but, um, it turns out that I just wasn't racist enough. And, um, basically what ended up happening was that, um, you know, I would play rap music at the clan house or clan house. And, uh, you know, I uh, basically, you know, would just, you know, sort of like, I also wasn't white enough to be the Grand Wizard of the KKK, it turns out. And then one day, I just, um, oh, you know what, you need to just log her out and log back in as yourself, okay? Okay, sorry. So basically, here's the story. Um, You know, I walk into the clan house one night. And I'm like, hey, guys, I could really go for some Chinese. Who's with me? with me? Then the Imperial Wizard pulled me aside and said, like, look, we all like you. We want you to stay in the clan because, you know, our numbers are dwindling. But you can't be the Grand Wizard anymore. So we're going to anoint you the Disappointment Wizard. Um, so that's what happened. So I'm the Disappointment Wizard um, because I wasn't. Oh, another thing, like, I kept, like, what I would do when we'd have our fireside time is um, I would, like, read excerpts from uh, Race Matters by Cornell West. That would kind of piss everyone off. So, uh, again, you know, they didn't want to kick me out. They thought I was a good guy, but they anointed me the disappointment wizard. 
of the KKK. So, uh, you know, hey, whatever. You know, no one's perfect, right? Oh, uh, anyways, guys, I should just explain what's going on. This is The Hate Project. It's a show about hate. It's a show exploring the reasons and sources for why people hate each other. Why do people uh, hate each other based on race, gender, sexual orientation? And here's the twist. It's an anonymous phone chat. It's, it's an anonymous show. So if you yourself harbor feelings of racism or sexism or um, any ism, we invite you to call in. I don't want to know who you are. I don't want to know details about your life. I don't need to know your name. I just, I just want to hear what you have to say. That's all. It's an, it's an anonymous show. That way we can be honest with each other. And today, because of uh, Hurricane Sandy, I'm extending the parameters of the show. If you hate Mother Nature, you can call in and talk about that shit. Um, if you hate global warming, call in and express your views to the gods of global warming. Um, so that's what's going on with that. I'm glad you guys are all alive. That's really nice. We also invite people of color to call in. We invite uh, women to call in, people of different, uh, you know, people of the LGBTQ community to call in. Um, that's always fun. And so um, I don't know why I said that's always fun. Uh, we, you know, if you want to discuss your own experiences with uh, racism or bigotry of any sort, or if you yourself harbor bigotry, and I know you're out there. We, yet last week, we had this guy who was a Japanese-American separatist who was a nationalist. And uh, already, okay, Sold Tree and Pride writes, I hope the niggers in New York City riot after Hurricane Sandy. This is why this show is a service, because uh, you couldn't say this out loud, could you? Um, it is officially called New York City, though. Um, Sandy's a kind of Jewish name, right? Is that right, guys, huh? Anyways, uh, welcome, everybody. You can call in if you want. It's very easy to call in here uh, over Skype or on the phone. There's a little phone number here. Okay, so, um, Sultry and Pride. What have niggers created besides AIDS? Um, I don't think they really created AIDS. That's, that's a little bit of a myth. I mean, that's... Um, boy, that would have been a weird uh, unveiling, right? It would have been a weird uh, <laughs> ribbon-cutting ceremony. <laughs> Give you AIDS. Who does that, guys? Nobody does that shit. So why do you, like, where did you guys learn that black people created AIDS? I'm just kind of curious. Okay, so apparently AIDS was created when niggers mistook a monkey for one of their own women. Where did you learn that? Because I don't really believe that. Well, why am I, like, why do I care what you people think I believe or not? So, uh, welcome to the program, so, to Red Sonia. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you for letting me co host. I, uh, I'm sorry that uh, here in the Hate Project Studios we're having such uh, technical difficulties, but, you know, Hurricane. such is life. And uh, hold on one second. Let me just try something myself. Okay. I have to tell you, Sultan Pride, when you use language like this, it just makes you look bad. It looks worse on the person saying it than the person hearing it or the person you're saying it about. Oh, what do you say to that, Sultry and Pride? 
Huh? Okay. Uh, one of you said you were self-employed. Which one? Oh, jeez. Okay, was that you? Okay, so Mickey TTT, uh, what what is your business? You don't have to give me the name of your business. I'm not going to come visit. Or like, that'd be hilarious if like you ran like Mickey TTT's hardware store and then somebody was listening to this. Because everyone loves this show as pride. You can't say like what field you in. Are you in? Um, are you in antiquing? If you're so proud of your views and your race, you would just come right out with that. Exactly. Boom. Oh, boy. Well, why can't you say? I'm just asking. It's a fucking anonymous show, for Christ's sake. Fishing for too much info. I'm trying to figure out what you do that you're in a situation where you're paying for um, these mud races that you hate so much. So, Redstone, you brought up a great topic. Can you uh, just describe it for us, please? Some people like myself who maybe grew up with parents who were racist, who were taught to be racist, but yet as adults are the exact opposite of that. Not racist at all, very accepting. Why are some people able to let that go and evolve and others stay with that hate and the just old school things? All right. Discuss, guys. Come on. Come on. Sorry. Oh my God! Dragon fourteen eighty eight just now wrote the Hey Train. So you watch Soul Train, and you're fucking like you're adding tags to my jokes. You could be like a fucking like you you'd work out like in a writer's room, dude. Like you could have a good career in Los Angeles if you just like fucking got over your hatred of the Jews. I'm serious. Like I'm really like I'm making this kind of a mission. And Red Sonia, I don't know how you feel about this, but like. This fucking guy, dude, like, he adds tags to my jokes and my riffs. It's like I'm seeing, like, that there's somebody in there. I mean, he seems, you know, intelligent or able to come up with things on the fly. I can't see why he hasn't thought this through to a more logical conclusion, all this hate. Yeah, man, like, you're you're funny. Like, you could be, like, really funny, man. Um... Okay, so uh, Soul Train and Pride's writing, I hate. <laughs> hey, see, I'm still laughing at your fucking like little tag there, champ. Um, and Dragon1488 writes, oh, go eat a Twinkie, you cow. I can't get a Twinkie. I'm in Manhattan. <laughs> okay, so um, now guest number four in answer to your question, Sonia. Um, Sonia, do you think you were able to evolve because you got out of the closed mind community you were brought up in? You went to college. Yes, I do think that is a great part of it, being exposed to other people of other races, sexual orientations. You see that they're basically, you know, everyone is basically the same. It's just, you know, you may look different or have different feelings, but down deep, we're the same. So I guess, like, here's my question always for this whole thing. Like, how did you get to that point of, like, being able to leave? Because often what happens is this, like people just don't leave. That's true. So, um, yeah, they, like, they just straight up don't fucking leave. And so like, what is the, um, 
what is that like what is it about you that like enabled you to leave and like and you like you like you said red sonia like you were raised not to be like that you weren't raised to leave and go get an education correct that's true um, when I went to college, I was immediately first semester threw in with a huge group of gays, mostly gay guys, and you know that was the end of it. I just was very into that. I loved them. I mean, that was my first experience, and I just really liked them. Yeah. So, but, uh, well, I guess um, here's like a follow up question to that. Um, What like what is different about you? So like before you even get to college, right? You have it in you, you know you have it in you somewhere to leave. Yes. To sort of break away from what you're being raised, the construct that you're being raised under. Mm-hmm. So you and the person who does not leave, you're basically like raised in the same way. So before even getting to college, like how did you? How did you? Um, how did you get to that point? Like, was there a moment, like, in your childhood even, like, where, say, you heard your parents saying something to you, and you were like, this is bullshit? Did that ever happen? Um, as a child, I mean, it was always around, but I guess I never really spoke up or was had an opinion, really, either way. There was a, there were a lot of minorities where I grew up, um, so a lot of it was just not knowing. I think most – my opinion is that people who do not like minorities or maybe homosexuals, it's fear, fear-based. Okay. So did, um, did you just have like a little bit less fear in your life than others, or like what? Um, for me personally, at some point in my early adulthood, I began to think that everything my parents taught me was wrong, and I started to do and think the opposite. And in some ways, I thank them for that because you know because of that, I'm the person I am today. So, so it sounds like um, so the the seed of like how you became to be who you are. Um, came from the fact that um, it came from basically your relationship with your parents. That's what happened because, like, I, I'm just talking this out, like, because you just discovered early on that, like, these these characters in your life were not reliable. Um, and so basically, like, you just knew to think the opposite. Um, and so like that may have just that one like relationship and that little like slight sort of like, yeah, Mm -hmm. that, that like relationship is like what sort of like set you on your path. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, so do you think that like maybe like other people like, cause I look, man, like my parents are very tolerant and like, well, I mean, they have their issues too, but like, um, um, but, uh, you know, I was never like Huh? But like, um, they, you know, weren't they? They necessarily like raised me, and I, I kind of like found myself rebelling against them a lot. They didn't raise me to like sort of hate anybody ever. Um. So the people who like stay in this mindset, um, do they like their parents? Because Dragon fourteen eighty eight, you had a similar situation, did you not? Um, and, uh, yes, uh, you guys are talking on the chat. Um, if you guys call in, you don't have to give your name or where you're at. Like, um, um, Sonia revealed that we're in Manhattan, Kansas right now. So, um, 
I mean, if you guys want to stop by the Hate Project Studios here in Manhattan, Kansas, please feel free. Um, we'd love to see you. I would have to say to the people in the chat, I respect your right to believe whatever you want to believe, if not your beliefs themselves. Fantastic. And uh, while you type, Mickey TTT writes, um, by the way, Mickey TTT, your name fucking sounds like you have huge tits. Just saying. I don't know why. Maybe I have a dirty mind. I don't fucking know. Anyways, uh, Mickey TTT writes, if someone loves niggers, go live with them. Nobody gives a shit, but some people like to live with their own race. Um, I wonder, Mickey TTT, do you think that there's somebody who's like literally like they moved to Harlem or something because they love niggers? Not just like that they tolerate them. They're like, okay, no, seriously, this is a passion of mine. That's actually what I'm trying to do right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 boy. Come on, Ashley. My parents actually haven't spoken to me in about 10 years, and it is over these, mainly over these issues that they feel that I'm too liberal, accepting, and not the American Christian person that they raised me to be. Right. And so, okay. Thank you for sharing that. And, um, Yes. Okay, and I've been wanting to tell this story on the show. Uh, it's about my mother-in-law and her sister. Her sister is an extreme racist. My mother-in-law, not so much really, but... And you might remember, this might have been a Southern thing. It was a couple, three years ago. All the Latinos in America had a day in which they were encouraged in each other to stay home from work, not buy anything, to show the impact of their loss in this country. As a counter-protest, the Patriots in America decided that they were going to go out and buy the biggest, best things they could buy to show that we didn't need these Latinos in our country. So after coming home from buying a new washer and dryer, my mother-in-law and aunt hear a, some music coming from the park from by their house. They decide to go over and investigate. They're standing around enjoying the music, you know, digging themselves, having a good time. When they realize they have accidentally attended a pro-immigration rally, <laughs> which they exited as quickly as they could. So, like, what did they say? Like, when they got home, like, did they did they tell you the story or like? Told me the story. That's hilarious. She was horrified. Oh my gosh, that's really funny, man. And so she was just like, I mean, did like what did like did she ever get over it? Like, did she ever, like, was she just sort of, like, in a bad mood for the rest of the day? Um, She was more just shocked that she had been, I guess she was more afraid someone had seen her at the pro-immigration rally. Right. So, I guess, you know, she was afraid of her reputation. That's really funny. Oh, my gosh. Uh, That's really funny. So, like, I mean, did they did they interact with anybody at the rally? Seriously, no, I don't think so. I think they just stood around long enough to realize that they were basically the only white faces in the crowd, and then they, to their horror, they were supporting the very thing that they were trying to protest that very day. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, hold on one second. Dragon1488, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, welcome to the show, sir. How you doing? I'm well. How are you doing? Pretty good. Cool, man. Well, uh, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, I know that you called in a few weeks ago with George Takai. Were you excited about that? Not really. Not really I excited. excited. I was excited that, that, that you know, it was a Star Trek 
person on the phone, but, you know, I wasn't excited about the lifestyle. So, like, you were excited that there was a Star Trek person, but then the fact that he was Japanese and gay kind of turned you off to that whole call? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So, Dragon, I, I have a question for you. Um, you heard our talk with Red Sonia, who's also on the call right now. Um, and, like, I feel like you guys had similar relationships with your parents or one of your parents. And Red Sonia rebelled against her parents. But it sort of, like, allowed her to be, like, sort of, like, be open to other rapes and stuff like that. You rebelled against your father. But you retained a lot of, like, sort of those views that he put in, that he instilled in you. Is there, like, I mean, so I'm just trying to figure out, and Red Sonia, chime in on this. Like, what is the difference between you two, exactly? Um, I, in my case, I would think it would be education and exposure to people of other races. Okay. So, Dragon, would you agree to that, or? Because, like, you... What's the question again? I was, I was reading the chat. Oh, sorry. So, you rebelled against your parents. You said that your dad was racist a couple of weeks ago, right? So, um, yeah, I wasn't around him much. The, one, the ones I rebelled against was was my mother's side of the family, all the all the nigger lovers. All the nigger lovers, okay. And they my, really my parents, my parents divorced when I was seven, and there wasn't much interaction with my dad except for you know, like like on every other weekend visit and all that shit. Okay, you know. It, much from him other than saying, you know, him saying, you know, don't, don't date outside my race and all that shit. It wasn't nothing, no, no, no kind of indoctrination type stuff. He's just, you know, we just make comments here and there. Okay. Um, so did you ever, um, Red Sonia just kind of pose this question. Um, and do you want to just repeat your question again about like, if you, what was it? I'm sorry. You said it better than I did. About the friends? Yeah. I was just wondering if you'd ever ever had a friend of another race or special orientation, and if so, what made that person okay in your mind to be friends with? You, you got anything for that, Dragon? Oh, I, I had a lot of friends that uh, back when I was younger that you know that that were black. I grew up in, in a in a black neighborhood right outside D.C. It's just my racial awakening came as an adult. So, did did these black friends ever harm you or ostracize you or sort of make you feel smaller about yourself or anything like that? Nope. Okay. Because, like, I'm still trying to, and I'm I'm really like curious about this. Like, what? But understanding what 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 I'm saying, even even from the very beginning of your show, it's not that I hate anybody. It's it's that I take pride in my own race and I put my own race first. I don't. I don't hate anybody. There's. There's not. Other than. Other than joking on the chat. There's not a, a, a shred of hate in me. I, I love my but, race, and I put my race first. So when it comes but, to matters of race, it. it, it okay. my, my race comes first, and and everybody else I could care less about. But and this is just my question, um, and here's why. Here's why I get confused, Dragon. You use words like nigger lovers in mud races. So, like, where does that come from, Ben? That's just, just, that's just colorful, colorful metaphors of the white pride movement. 
cover metaphor. How we talk. So okay, so like if you you put your you, you basically like you put your race before anyone else. Fair enough. If, if okay. everybody, if every every non-white creature on this earth died, I could care less. I mean, die on this okay. planet today, I I would care less. Okay, so would, you 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 don't give a shit about non-white people, and okay, fair enough. That's your opinion. Why do you why do you well, care about race traders then? They can live in their own society if they want to, and uh, and 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 if we can ever get a, an all-white part of the country. Ever, you know, that would be great, but but I don't I don't believe in 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 uh, in a miscongeniation or, or anything like that. I just, I do not want to have nothing to do with any non-white people. Yeah. Okay. So why do you get mad at white people who want to interact with other races? Are you still there? Why do I get mad at, pe- at white people that want to mix with other races? Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily get mad at them. It's just it's just not the way things should be. You know, we were, we were made different for a reason, right? You know, the God did God did not write the Bible and say that hey, I want all y'all to mix and, and become one one race. You know, He made different tribes for a reason. Well, here's my question because I I went to Catholic school myself, unfortunately, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, seriously, unfortunately, it stunk. Um, and um, here's my question. I mean, like, we had to study the Bible. I, which section of the Bible said that? Because I don't remember that. And I'm really asking, because I'm really because I'm, I haven't read the Bible man, in a long time. I'm sure, but if you'll read, read up on some of the Christian identity uh, stuff or talk with someone that's more, that's better versed in Christian identity than I am, they could probably give you a, a, a more uh, a, a better answer for for your question, but I'm not I'm not in any way versed in, in the Bible to, to sit there and discuss something like that. Oh yeah, we we talked about uh, Christian identity last week, um, and you're you're not like really like versed in so you don't have anything to do with the Christian identity movement, right? Well, I'm I'm studying it, but but like I say, I'm I'm more of a novice of that particular religion right now. Like I really can't speak on you know I'm just just more or less just reading stuff right now. I'm... Right. Okay, so I guess I'm still I'm still trying to figure out the moment that you were like fuck white people I need to just take care of them because a lot of people don't go through that in their lives they just don't care like they sort of like you know what I mean. So like what like I'm still trying to figure that out, Dragon, and I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but like um figure out when I became racially aware. Yeah. Like what like what was the event or like what was the event? I guess it was just a series of events, uh not not particularly anything that happened to me, just, just what I see. You know, if you look at the uh the crimes against the uh the whites in South Africa. You know they're they're being slaughtered every day. Uh, if you look at, at some Whoa. of the uh, the black on white crimes in America, you know the the they're not being provoked by whites. They're just gangs of, of savage niggers running through the cities attacking white people. You know, and, so, and if and if the white if, if white America doesn't wake up, 
and start fighting back, then these, these animal races are just going to get worse. So when you, when you use the word nigger, I'm just, I'm just very curious about this. And, um, hey, can you give me some more wine when you get a chance? Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you use the word nigger, oh, my God, Nikki TT left the fucking chat. Twat. Um, okay, so, um, sorry, I do have ADHD. Well, like, what is that word, like, you, you don't mean that word hatefully, you're saying. I'm just being a, being a smart ass. Okay, so you mean the word nigger as a joke. You don't mean it, like, ironically, like Mark Twain, right? <laughs> I use it to describe black race, or the African race, or any, any shade of, of black. Well, like, that, that so then why don't you, why don't you just say black? Like, I mean, like, but you know that, like, niggers have been typically equated, equated with, like, hatred, right? Right. I'm not, taking your, I'm not taking away your right to say it. I mean, it's a free speech zone on this show. But um, if you say that you don't, you love your race, but you don't hate other races, but you um, use the word nigger, which is often thought of as, like, a hateful slur... Right. You you really are just, and I'm I'm just asking you to be honest with me. You're just being a, you're just sort of like being funny. You're being a wise ass. Well, it, it just depends on it just depends on the mood that I'm in. Okay. Would you would you say this to someone's face in real life? I mean, would you call somebody that to their face? Excuse me. Would you call someone that to their face in real life? If it was necessary, I would. Yeah, and I have before. Under what circumstance? Uh, in an argument. So what? What kind of? What? What argument? Would just sort of be like? Hey, cracker. No, well, like, like over a movie, maybe dragon. Uh, I, I actually, you burned a bigger cross on my neighbor's yard than he did mine. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I'm I'm really asking. Like, that's actually a good question. So, um, like, what what's a circumstance where like you would have to like what's an argument where like you would have to call someone a nigger? It would just depend on how mad I got. You know, depending on what the situation was. So, like, let's no, say like I mean, you I, and a black person uh, went and saw The Master by Paul Thomas you know, Anderson. You know, I don't I don't use that uh, term you know liberally. You know, I only use it to, for those that deserve it. Yeah, okay, so if they're if they're Mexicans, if they're if they're fucking Jews, I will say they're fucking race. I will use the common term that 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 my race would use as a derogatory term to them. I don't give a shit if they're fucking niggers or they're Jews or they're wetbacks. I'll say it right to their fucking face. So and then I'll put my and I'll put my fucking boot in their throat, and then I'll beat the shit out of them. And if, and if, and if that don't work, then, then, then it's fucking time to switch to a fucking handgun and I'll start blasting motherfuckers. Because I will protect my fucking race and I will protect my family. And I don't so give a goddamn... Have you, been, um, have you been in a situation like where you've had to use that word and then like use violence subsequently? Like where your life is threatened? Of course. Do you, do you mind describing, like, one situation to me? 
I can't think of anything offhand. I mean, I don't get into very many altercations. I try to avoid uh, that kind of shit. Well, that's, that's good that you kind of try to avoid that. But like, if you killed a man, can you think about? I'm sorry, I, I interrupted you. Sorry. I don't even know what the hell I was saying now. You're like talking about kicking ass. Yeah, this, that was the question, sir. Ah, uh, my AD, my ADD kicked in now. <laughs> now, are you a Jew? <laughs> well, like, I mean, here's the thing, Dragon. Um, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what argument would go to that point where, like, you had to just be like, "Hey, nigger," or "Hey, kike," or whatever, and then like pull out your handgun. Like, I'm just trying to figure out like what the situation would be. And if you've been in it, you know, I, 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 I don't even know where to start. Uh, okay. I mean, it's been a few in, 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 in over, over time, but not well, really nothing that I want to speak about. Have you ever like, like, has it been a situation like where you had to defend, like they came to your home and they were just like, Oh, no, motherfucker, no. you're going to watch a scary movie with us. There's only like one fucking black family in my neighborhood. Everybody else is white, or actually two blacks, and they never come outside, so we never have any I mean, that, with them. And so, like, I you never in, interacted with them? You know, the reason why I bought my house, I bought my house in a white neighborhood, so I wouldn't have all these fucking non-white people around me. And so, but do you feel any need to fuck with them at all? No, that 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 kind of shit is stupid. Anybody that okay. goes out looking for a fight deserves to get into a damn fight and get their ass kicked. Right. You know that. That's Do you stupid. speak to them or wave when you see them in passing? Excuse me. Do you speak to the black neighbors or wave to them in passing or anything? Of course, I got I got uh, black people that I work with. But I, oh but wow, I, you, know, you know it's not like you know it's not like. You know, you can't work in a fucking city and not be around non-white people. I mean, I, I do have a little bit of fucking raising, but, you know, there's, niggers don't come to my house. Non-white people don't come to my fucking house. I don't invite them to my house. They don't even come into my neighborhood except for the people that live here. You know, I, I have a whole separate, uh, you know, I, I just don't include any of them in my life other than, you know, the, the ones that I work with. So, like, do you ever have office parties at your at your place that you work with, with with black people? We have two, I think, two blacks that work in our office, and and uh, they're about as white as a black person can get behavior wise, I guess. They, they just, <laughs> oh, they're one of the good ones. <laughs> has, to be, has to be, I guess, a white person's trapped in a black body the way that they act. So. You know, it's kind of kind of funny to watch them try to try to uh, mix in with the uh, with the white folks that I work with. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know if so they there. Kind of weird, huh? I'm sorry. Repeat yourself. I'm sorry. I was saying it's it's just kind of weird to see them. You know, I guess what we call acting white. 
Are they just sort of like Oreos? Like that's a term that is used against black people. Coconut. That's, white. that's not Oreos. Called coconut. They're brown on the outside, white on the inside. Okay, they're called a coconut. That's that's they call Indians who act like that too. They call them coconuts and Hispanics as well. They're called coconuts. So I thought they were called Oreos. All right. Well, I guess you you know better than I would. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, sorry, Dragon. Um, like, I mean, do you feel sick inside when you have to say hi to these two black workers? No, of course not. Well, like, what's your relationship with them? Do you avoid them? Just the uh, no, no. There's 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 some that I have to talk to every day, but you know, I just keep it on the on a. Uh, on a work level, you know, I don't, I don't. Do they ever tease you for wearing quiet after Labor Day? I don't meet with them, you know. I don't meet with them and, and have after work activity with them or, or 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 shit like that. I just, you know, I live my own life and uh, I put everything towards my race. You know, I don't. You know, if I saw them on the side of the road broke down, I, I wouldn't stop and help them. Just keep on going. God, that'd be so yeah. awkward if if you if they were broke down on the side of the road. And you sure saw your car and just like you kept driving, and then like they recognized you, and then like the next day they would be like, "Hey, dragon, <laughs> what just happened?" I would just tell them I didn't see him. So, so no, I didn't see him. <laughs> oh, that's bullshit. I mean, if you're going to have these views, at least stand up for them. I mean, at least say I didn't stop because you were black. Why hide it? That doesn't sound very much like pride to me. No, that would be stupid. Why, why, why would you? Why would I want to call? Why would I want to say something like that and end up losing my job? But I mean, if it's your views, I mean, just say it. Yeah. Be proud of it. Correctly, correct. But but you know, I mean that that's stupid to, to jeopardize your job. You know, if if you don't have the uh, you know the means to 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 do something else, you know, because once that kind of shit gets out, you know, it's just... Let me give this example. This example, okay. I'm an atheist. Everybody in my workplace knows it. I don't care who knows it. I'm proud of it. Big deal. You know, I think it's the same thing for you. If these are your views or your opinions, you know, say it loud, say it proud. Yeah, but you can't... I I doubt you can get fired for being an atheist versus... uh, you know, being a racialist. Well, they could find some other excuse to fire me other than atheism, you know. I don't care. I mean, I'm just so proud or into my beliefs that, you know, I don't care what people think. But atheism isn't shit, though. That's not shit. That's just, you know, not believing in something. Okay. So um, I just want to throw this out here, guys. Uh, George Takai just logged back into the chat. If you want to call in, buddy... We were waiting for you. We have, um, we have, um, um, you know, we have Dragon, who used to be UKA host. Um, you talked with him a little bit earlier, and we also had somebody from the news guy calling in. I think it's Soul Train Pride might be the news guy fellow, right? The other. I had to take the host name off because I gave the show to another to another clansman. <laughs> to another okay. clansman. How's the clan doing these days? By the way, I'm just, I'm, I'm I'm being serious. Like, are you guys doing okay? Mm-hmm. You're doing great. So, yeah. 
I looked at like the website for the clan, and well, there's I mean, like an application the, process. What huh? do you mean the the clan? Because there's there's many clans. I mean, what do you mean the clan? Right. I'm sorry. I should be more clear. There's there's one the group. Clan. clan. They ain't nothing to fuck with. They are, they ain't <laughs> nothing to fuck with. <laughs> and uh, there's a Ku Klux Klan. I'm so sorry, sir. Um, the Ku Klux Klan main website. Um, they had an application on there to to be a part of it, and then like they had a little section. Huh? Give me their address and I'll tell you. Hold on a second. Let me. Uh, wait, I'm I'm getting another guest on here. Hold on one second, sir. I'll I'll get to you in a second. All right. Come on. Fucking unmute, you piece of shit. Guest number six. Wait, fuck. Sorry, guys. I suck at this. Unmute. Guest number six, are you there? Hi there. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm actually the nurse in the chat room. But um, guest six, I think it was, was nice enough to let me use the... uh, Pin number there. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm so sorry. Like I'm, um, I'm uh, basically like I missed a lot of the chat. I didn't see what you were writing. You're the nurse in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what, what's going on? What can I do for you? Uh, I'm just wondering about your uh, hate project show here, in terms of like who's who's running it and what the actual view is and. If you're uh, looking for a woman's point of view on some of these issues going on, I, I okay. am looking for a woman's point of view. Um, so let me uh, throw this out there: The Hate Project is a show about hate. Oh my God, George Takei hung up. Oh okay. well, call back in, you asshole. Um, anyways, um, The Hate Project is a show about hate. We explore why people hate, the reasons, and the sources of hatred. And mm-hmm. we invite people. We invite people to be anonymous. We invite you to call in and be honest about your own feelings of hatred, and it could be hatred based on race, sex, or gender, orientation, sexual orientation. Um, and we also invite people of color. We invite women, uh, LGBTQ people, to call in, get their experiences about bigotry, or if they themselves harbor feelings of hatred. And well, um, I, I think have a, that I, I, in terms of talking sorry. about you're looking for pure hatred because I was calling yeah. more in terms to discuss my pride for my culture. And so okay. apparently I I think maybe no, no, no. I have the wrong show. <laughs> no, you probably don't. Like what like talk about your pride for your culture. Um, in terms well, I happen to know Dragon. I heard Dragon's uh Okay. Dragons rant and rave there, but um, I think there's a huge misconception in terms of media laws and what's going on right now, and everything gets labeled as hate. If you're, um, if you have any kind of pride in being white, I think that that gets automatically labeled as hatred. Right. Okay. And I think that as a proven example, obviously, would be by calling your show the Hate Project. Um, I can see why it was done and you know, to kind of grab listeners. Um, but I think there's a huge misconception in terms of people that hate and, oh, we're going to put, a, you know, a boot across your neck or a noose around your neck. And I think that there are a lot of people that are in the, uh, you know, white pride movement that are not full of hate. They're just proud 
of their culture. And what I mean by that is I personally am not a believer in affirmative action. I think it should be who can do the job, not based on race. I don't think that someone should get a scholarship because of their color. I mean, I think it's, uh, I okay, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to read and uh, miss that's fine. Your hatred shown by her friends. Uh, I don't have any friends. I don't trust anyone, so I don't have any friends. <laughs> I'm gonna miss out okay. here. Okay, so um, I, I can't. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. Um, okay. I was being hateful. I was being hateful it's towards just, somebody you know, in the Hate Project Studios here right now. Sorry about that, uh, sweetheart. I showed hate so, earlier. Hmm. Um, so I think there's a huge difference in terms of people that um, are proud of their race versus actually hating people. I mean, obviously, my my name is the nurse on here. I don't hate anyone. But am I proud to be white? Absolutely. So if you had a black person um, call, like, coming to, you know, you're, you said you're a nurse, right? So if you had to save, if you had to deal with a black person who was sick, you would deal with them like you would a white person. Yes, I would. I think my okay. personal life versus my professional life are two different things. And I've been in a so-called white pride movement for 15 years now, and uh, through nursing school, wow. and I've worked in a, worked in an inner city um, emergency room. I run hospitals. I've been a supervisor. I um, I know Spanish, some Spanish, except Holy crap. Yeah. So I'm not so, someone. And I think there's a huge misconception that we're all just backyard rednecks with two teeth that are uh, flying a Confederate flag. And that's completely not, not true. And so there's a big difference between, uh, my personal professional life and, you know, personal life. And, um, and I'm also, I happen to be in the state of Connecticut. Um, so so I just have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because it sounds like okay. So like you participate in the white pride movement. You know Dragon, and Dragon. If you're on the phone, I don't physically you're right. know Dragon. I know. Uh, I believe he's in one of the forums. Hello. You there, Dragon? Not? Yeah, I'm here. But Dragon, Dragon, you just wrote. It's only hate if it comes from a white person. It's called pride if it's from a mud. You don't think that's kind of a hateful uh, statement? That, that, that's how it comes from when, when the news media talks or, or when, anybody, when anything's done in public. Well, a prime cannot, example, I, a prime I, example I, of that, to back up that statement, and I'm not, I don't call people muds, but um, a prime example to back up that statement would be the recent um, white student union going on at Townsend University. Um, other cultures black pride cultures or, or whatnot can have and assemble, um, you know, into groups. And now this kid who's 21 years old, so as far as I'm concerned, you're still a kid, um, has this white student union going on right now and is basically getting racked through the coals for no reason. Okay. You know, and here he's getting told that he's a, a white supremacist and, and all kinds of things just because he has a white student union. However, if okay. that was a Latin student union or a, I don't know, pick your random non-white 
um, it would be celebrating your culture. But this kid is, you know, getting shit on, basically. Okay. So, um, guest number six, um, are you are you the same as Nurse 1488, or am I wrong about that? Never mind. Don't worry about that. Not relevant. Um, I want to open this up, actually. Okay, so you're talking about, like, there's a white union that was that was created. And I have a guest host in the show right now named Red Sonia. She's a regular listener, and she joined us in the Hate Project Studios. Um, mm-hmm. And I also have George Takai on the phone. George, you there? Uh, hello, yes. I'm, I've been oh. here waiting and uh, listening to this uh, program here. How are you? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I know him. He, he called uh, one of our shows not so long ago and uh, actually posted it on his right. website. He talked to a very good friend of mine. Yes. yes. Yeah. So uh, I believe it was a number of months ago that I called into that show. Ah, uh, maybe, maybe it's been about a month, month and a half or so. <laughs> George is a big, George. Fan, the big fan of uh, TT. George <laughs> is a big fan of what? Ter- uh, a tyrant trooper. Oh, that's right. It was a tyrant trooper that uh, lost his temper in the chat room the other, the other week. <laughs> oh, that could be him. So, uh, now, now, I believe it was Tyrant Trooper and uh, Eagle's Nest 1488, who I, uh, I spoke to. I'm not sure what the 1488 thing means, uh, but it looks to be very common uh, insignia amongst uh, people of this ilk. Of this ilk? That's right. <laughs> now, now, guess is number that, six. Is that ilk referring to uh, like a, like I have a disease because I have an no, opinion? Uh, is ilk, that not at all? Not at ilk? all. What ilk means is a, of a group or a belief. Oh. Ilk. Ilk means a group or a belief. It's not a medical condition by any means. No. Oh. Well, that's really, that's a good thing, because uh, we don't want to have to have the nurse have a nurse. I mean, oof. <laughs> <laughs> and we are really screwed. So, guess number six. You know, George Takai is a Japanese-American and a gay man. How, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Hello? Crickets, crickets, crickets. Yeah. Did you, did you hear my question? Dude, what? what Why would you guys just go silent? Where are you guys? I'm, I'm, I'm right here. here. I'm, I'm not sure about the nurse, but I heard your question loud and clear. I believe you asked uh, some of these uh, clan people in here what they think about a gay uh, Japanese American. I am not a clans person. Let's clarify that first off. Oh, my. That is not my type of ilk. I'm not knocking clans people, but I am not a clans person myself. Okay. I like Japanese Americans. Good. Almost exclusively. (laughs) (laughs) What what was that? Repeat that, Red Sonia. I I, I personally like gay Japanese Americans. um, Almost exclusively. (laughs) That sounds great. It sounds like you have some uh, interference over there with your phone. I, I was really only able to hear about half of what you just said. 
I'm sure if she likes anything, it's her closer to a buffet. Oh to a what? A buffet. There's a buffet open this time of night. Dude, how do you not like buffets? Is that an insult, Dragon? Who doesn't like buffets? This is what links you to everyone else. You know who likes buffets? Black people? Mexicans? That's, that's Latino American, you racist. Oh my god, that's fucking funny. Jesus Christ. What oh. in the hell is going on? Let's guess number six. This show's funny, and it's meant to be fun, and I razz people. So, yeah. come on. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Where, we're having a good time. Who is guest number six? You. You're calling in. Oh, me. Yes. Oh, I didn't. I can't even. I, I didn't even realize, because I'm so used to going in under my... Yes, I'm listening. I'm half listening now at this are, point. Are you the nurse 1488? Yes. Okay, so you're the same. Okay. I just want to know that. Hey, guys, uh, guest number four left the chat. So, um, what a lawsuit. That person was dominating the conversation, right, guys? So, <laughs> Sorry. I don't think anybody even noticed guest number four. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, okay, so... Nurse, nurse. So, how do you want me to refer to you, Nurse fourteen eighty eight? Can I just call you that because it's less confusing? Yes, that's fine. Okay, good. That's why we had confusion earlier. Um, yes. Now, uh, yeah, I couldn't get on with my with my pin, which I haven't been able to. Would make a great. Who is this solial train pride? Oh, dude! If if you like racist dudes, this guy. Has some racist semen for your vagina. Just saying, this this guy wants you. He's been like talking about you this whole entire time. Right. Seriously. Solo train. Pro- yeah. And that name sounds that same, that name sounds like a black guy, doesn't it? Sounds like Soul Train. It does. It sounds like Soul Train. Yeah. Why don't you change your well, name if you? I can. Really I can explain. Like I thing. could. I could actually explain that to you. Uh, what do you yeah, say? Yeah, it's, 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 uh, as a matter of fact, it means Salutrian pride. And the Salutrians were uh, basically seen as a pre uh, indo evil. So when he says Salutrian, he's basically referring to uh, white people, as a matter of fact. I know, Ow. but um, it just it's confusing. Hee-haw pride, maybe. Hee-haw come pride. over. I understand oh. that you've had someone over here what? from the news guy show as well. Yeah, Mickey, what is Mickey Hee-haw Pride? What, what exactly is that? Yeah, what's, what's Hee-haw Pride, Red Sonia? <laughs> uh, Soul Train here. He seems to be the expert. Uh-huh. I, uh, okay. Like that, you, he, Brad, a, and George? Who's Brad? A very interesting husband. show. What happened to Dragon? He's still oh, here. He's just he's just being nice. Oh, is Dragon well, a funny guy? Overrated. Like... Dragon has some some really uh, it comes up with some great points. Uh, I believe it's the same Dragon that's on the forum that I am a uh, moderator to. Yeah. yeah. Well, I tell you, this this guy could be a comedy. If he made friends with the Jews, he'd have a career in comedy. He could be like an Judd Apatow. 
film. So would Tyron Trooper. He would have a career in comedy as well. You need to tell you need to tell T T that my uh my for some reason my uh login is not working on, on B fourteen. You tell him that. Oh. All right. Yeah, I'll let him know. It's about one o'clock here, so I'll let him know. Well, yeah, oh, he um, actually uh, may not have power because we got hit with this crazy storm. Oh, yeah. So uh, how much do you hate Mother Nature right now, nurse? <laughs> right? Uh, we're, considering we're uh, I'm working through it, I'm, it is what it is. Just roll with it. So, so can I ask you something? Like, Did you have a racial awakening? Did I have a racial awakening? I was talking with Dragon a little bit earlier, and like he, he sort of like <laughs> talked about like being a racial preservationist, and mm-hmm. like he mm-hmm. says that he doesn't hate anyone. He says that like, he just has racial pride. Okay, great. So like, th- like, what is it about? When did you decide that like the white race needed to be fought for and taken care of? Uh, when I was twelve. And what what caused that? I would probably say middle school and the the. Uh, the shift into middle school, the transition, and um, okay. uh, just uh, learning about history and not really believing everything that I was told and questioning things. And uh, I happened to come across some other people in my town, and there's quite a few people who were kind of exploring the same avenue at the time. And uh, in terms of white pride and, and a lot of the... Uh, what do they call that? When the redistricting in schools, and I think that kind of threw the town for a loop. And I think that had a lot to do with it. And then just investigating more and not believing exactly what was told. And, you know, you kind of uh, just start to get further and further into things. And then um, when I was 14, I met my first skinhead, my first real skinhead as far as I'm concerned, who was about 12 years older than me, and we just got talking at a concert, and uh, then I just started looking into things, and there was a group of girls that had similar views, and a group of guys that also had similar views, and only a few of us are left, so. I see. So, is it kind of romantic to you that, like, you are a part of, like, this diminishing tribe? And, like, you're fighting for that? Romantic? Yeah. I don't think romantic would be the appropriate word. What's the appropriate uh, word? Then? Like, there's, anything, something, there's, something about... there's nothing romantic about uh, constantly defending your position. And, uh, you know, I've gotten a lot of flack from my family. And uh, there's nothing romantic about that. Well, there's so. a, a position in bed. There's something romantic about that. Um, like if you're like, Hey, I want reverse cowgirl and your partner's like missionary style. That's very yeah, romantic. Really? Kinda. Yeah. I don't think so. It's so romantic. <laughs> wow. I really, right, um, right, did, George? Not, I did not call in Indeed. for you. What I'd like, what I'd like to know them. is they had a relationship with that skinhead there. That's quite the age difference, you know? Well, actually, uh, get, Nurse, I, I do have a I do have a serious question for you. Not everything um, refers back to sex, despite what you guys uh, are talking about the reverse cow. Uh, yeah. Reverse cowgirl position. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. The show's supposed to be funny too. Jeez, people, come on. Bye. 
Must be rad. It seems like some of these, uh, your guests here don't have much of a sense of humor. Okay, so um, anyways, uh, nur- uh, Nurse 1488, I have a question for you. Did you, did anything with, no, 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 I, I couldn't hear your question. Say something, say something, I didn't hear you. I just want to say the technical way to do a reverse cowgirl is that you are facing away from your partner so they can see your buttocks and you are riding them straddling and preferably you're wearing high heels. Hi to help give you some friction to help do the motion. Oh, fuck. She hung up. Nurse, call back in. I'm so sorry. I was not trying to razz. Oh, God. Nobody has a sense of humor. (laughs) I know. Maybe she was missing the heels. (laughs) She went to get those. Maybe she went to get the heels. No. Oh, my God. Hold on. Nurse, call back in. Call back in as yourself so I'm not confused. It was seriously an accident. I do not, I mean, I don't know how you got hung up on. I didn't hang up I on actually you. I thought she hung up on us. That's what no, I thought she too. Was. I thought she was mad about that we were talking about sex. You know, like shakers and kikes and japs and shit like that were, are fine, but. Oh, so George Sakai, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. So this guy, Soul Train Pride, is like saying that Japanese are the only like non white people that he respects and that. He, and that Hitler called the Japanese the Aryans of the East. What do you think about those comments? You know, I'm, I find those comments absolutely um, deplorable. Um, okay. If he's trying to, um, if he's trying to garner uh, favor with me, you know, I, I'm not going to bite. I've been out recently. What the salutary pride might want to do is, uh, if, if he might like to know, I've recently been out campaigning for Barack Obama. I recently oh. endorsed Barack Obama as well. You might check that out on my Facebook. So, you know, I don't know what Salutrian Pride is trying to get at, but um, I, you know, Salutrian, you really you can't fool me. I wish you'd call in with that magic jack of yours, and then you and I could have a conversation. Well, Salutrian Pride, Soul Train Pride, what the fuck your name is? Oh my gosh, she left the fucking chat. All right. Uh, if anyone knows, hey, Dragon, if you know Nurse, call, tell her, like, I wasn't making fun of her. I'm trying to, like, actually have conversations. And, like, within the conversation, I, like you have in real life, they go up on tangents. Tell well, her to call back. Why, I mean, this is why it's so much easier to be a gay man, I think. You know, a lot of us uh, gay men don't get hung up on things like this. You mean the sex talk? Indeed, indeed. I mean, she, well, I think she hung up on us. The well, feeling that I had, I think. I wasn't offended I in the least. I, you know, yeah, I, I was actually given an invitation in the cowgirl position. I'm going to try that out. Right, I have read Sonia in the Hate Project Studios, and I also have another woman here too. And they both were were actually very much embracing this talk. And I have another Hi. person calling in. Hold on one second, sir. That's going to be the nurse. The nurse is okay. calling in again. Hello, guest number 11. Are you there? Hello. <laughs> there she is. She's Welcome back again. I'm back from the dead? <laughs> I, I, most racist chicks are not cute. Oh, nice. Okay. That's, that's nice to hear. I'm watching your, uh, your chat room at the same time. You said that you're not racist, though. Well, 
Well, it's what I get deemed. It's the the title that the media slaps on people if they say that they have any kind of racial awareness or racial pride. So, unfortunately, it's a term that I do uh, identify with because it's a term that's been slapped on me. Okay. <clears throat> so, Soul Train Pride is saying that as long as she's white, she's hot to me. What? Right. Mm. What? You think like what? The, am, I, am I? How that's this man? Has yeah, this show become like okay, Cupid? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I think he needs to. Uh, I think he needs to put his floppy disk in his hard drive. Damn, oh. girlfriend. Oh shit. Hey, dragon. Yeah, this is not, uh, stop this is not the love connection. Here. I uh, called to talk about my race, not about a love connection. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, it's not my fault. It's Soul Train, Pro, Soul Train Don Cornelius over here fucking uh, hitting on you. Soul Train. Soul Train. Yeah, Soul Train. Mm-hmm. Like the 70s show. Yeah, exactly. That's what that dumb fucking <laughs> title. Like, And I understand, Mr. Takai, your explanation, but like fucking, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Some yeah, I think he, I'm hardly hitting uh-huh. on her. Oh, I, oh that's, that's interesting. A man that changes his tune, that's that's very uh yeah, very right. white of him. That's very white of him? <laughs> yeah, that's very white of him. That was sarcasm. You, so like do um you're saying that like white guys are sort of spineless and they kinda of change their tune. <laughs> that, no, that's that not what like... I said. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not um, what I said. There's no, that's not what I so said talk at all. To me a little bit. So I I wanted to ask you, um, like, what are your relationships with people who are non-white? Like, or if you have any, and or what have they been historically in your life? Been peaceful? Been, like, non-existent? Um, socially non-existent. Professionally, I, I kind of explained that already. Yeah, and, and you did say, uh, nurse, that, like, if a black person's sick, an Asian person's sick, um, a white person sick, there's nothing different, right? You wouldn't, Correct. you wouldn't treat them. Any, you, you would yep. save them. That's, that's awesome. I'm, I'm just putting that out there. Like, my professional I mean, I, life and, and people that know me and people that have known that how long I've been in the movement for and whatnot, first of all, don't question my beliefs. And secondly, know that mm-hmm. I am bettering the white race and my family by having a job and uh, basically taking care of business, and it has nothing to do with. Yes. You know, it's a professional relationship. It's not a personal relationship. And I worked in an inner city, like I said, and I used to have people that rolled in five black guys, and three of them were shot. Doesn't right. matter. It's totally, totally different. So, and as when far as I'm this- concerned, the white thing to do would be to keep my job. And support sure. my family mm-hmm. and not wind up uh, on the system. So that, to me, is more, I don't know, admirable, more Aryan, as it gets called, <clears throat> than uh, putting a boot across somebody's ass, which I've seen a, a very good friend of mine go through a lot of shit. And as far as I'm concerned, the only way is legal activism, period. Okay. Um like when you were when you were in the inner city hospital, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you you worked with other like 
nurses of color, doctors of color. Is that right or no? Of course. Of course. Well, like, like how'd you feel working with them? Uh, like I, like I just said, my work is work. My home life is my home life. Would I have everyone over for a party? No, what I'm, what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm asking you. That's, don't don't get an attitude with me, dragon. That's socially. Okay. So that's all I'm asking. Like, I mean, like when you had to say good morning to someone, did you feel disgusting or no? No. I wouldn't feel disgusting. I'm proud of who I, I am. I don't hate anyone else. Was it what? Is, no, absolutely not. Did I feel disgusting? No. So, like, basically, like, it's really like you don't want them in your home. You wouldn't date one, nor exactly. Like, you don't correct. I would not date one. I would not invite someone into my house. That's absolutely correct. I don't hate okay. anyone. And uh, George, George, are you still on the phone? Because you're writing here, uh, nurse. Uh, which white race group were you a part of? Indeed, indeed. I'm sorry? Well, I was wondering, Nurse, which you, you mentioned you were part of some group for 15 years, and uh, I, I've been researching this a little bit myself, so just, you know, maybe so I could be part of this discussion. Which group were you a part of? There was no specific group. I was part of what's called the white movement for 15 years, meaning I was racially aware and awake for the past 15 so years of my life. So were you, were basically just you were basically just hanging out on Stormfront then, is that correct? On Stormfront? Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah. No. No, I was not just there's, hanging out on Stormfront. There's many, many thousands. hanging out on Stormfront making random posts. Not a, it's not right. a group. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was doing. I was hanging out on Stormfront. Yep, just waiting to talk to guys like you. That's exactly it. No, it wasn't Stormfront. Oh, was it VNN then? What does that matter? There's there's thousands of groups out there. You know, really not being very specific. This is very disappointing. Well, that's right. And nor will I be very specific. I don't need to get into that. That's I'm trying to get color well, in the well, detail well, here. I keep not cooperating. Right, exactly. Why do you need to know the details? Well, because that makes it makes your story that much more interesting. Well, you'll just have to skip the details because um, I'm not that interesting of a person. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, my husband Brad is falling asleep over here. Oh well, maybe you should uh, plug him in the ass then. Oh my! That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> So, um, guest number 11, nurse, um, mm-hmm. where did you grow up? Where did you grow up, if you don't mind my asking? You don't, have to get, you don't have to give, like, your address, but, like, where did you, like, what region of the country did you grow up in? Well, I'll give you my address. I'm a firm believer in the Second Amendment, so you can send me a Christmas card. But, um, no, I grew up in Connecticut. <clears throat> okay. Um, here, here's, here's where the confusion comes from, and I'm just putting this out there. Typically, white pride groups white nationalist groups have been associated with violence and getting rid of other, other races in the world. That's why... According to whom? No, 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 no. You're according wrong. To what you're, according to what you see on the news? Those racists are getting... Really those racists, those racists, those violent racists are the same people that I know of that help white families that are in need, 
that help send soda tabs for kids on dialysis that help with brand new babies. So these are the, okay. the races that you're not seeing that take care of our own. Well, can't they do that around the, the height? I mean, I'm sorry. Did you hear that question? No, I didn't. I mean, can't you they do all the storm here. Bring the height into it? Who, who said anything about hate? You mentioned where, where have I mentioned that I hate anyone? I'm talking about the right. You said that these races are out doing this, that, or the other positive things. Can't they do the positive things without bringing the racism or hate into it? No, we do positive things for our own race. Exactly. The, the niggers are doing a good job of killing themselves. We don't have to, to do anything to them. They're, they're killing themselves. But I agree with that to some degree. Okay, so, George, can you say more about that? Sure. I mean, well, if you don't mind, I mean, when I was first, I, if you know anything about me, I was put in a concentration camp uh, during the Second World War. My family, when I was four years old, we were taken out to Arkansas. We lost our home and everything. And when we got out in 1946, the first place we had to live, we had no place to live. The first place we had to live was in Skid Row, which is really... You know, it's, if you know anything about Skid Row, Los Angeles, especially back then, that was really when I first got introduced to all those, all those stinky, baboon black people over there that they're so violent that always killing each other. And from then on, I decided, well, I certainly don't want to be around any of that. Do you hear what I'm saying, nurse? I mean, do you see what I'm trying to, to say here? Uh, I'm listening. Well, I mean, my goodness. I'm not going to comment I, on and call someone a baboon if that's what you're looking for me to, to second oh, what you're no, saying. No, I, not at all. Not at all. I was just checking to see if you were still there or maybe you were uh, over there posting on Stormfront. But, yeah, I mean, I really yeah. got acquainted in 1946. I really, in Skid Row, Los Angeles, I got acquainted with a lot of these black baboons. And I decided, well, no more of this. When, and when I got onto the set with Star Trek, the first thing I asked Gene Roddenberry, uh, you know, Gene, how many Negroes are going to be here on the set? Because I, I really don't want to be around a whole lot of them. But that thankfully, sounds like you have a terrible little... <laughs> so then, what, what's the black actress's name, Mr. Dakai, that uh, you worked with? It was Uhura. What's, what's the actress's name? Oh, I forget the lady's name, but she she was rather well-behaved. I was most concerned about the men coming out of the show. I really don't like being around them. Wow, what? this is an interesting chat you guys got going. I've been pacing the room here. Uh, well, thank yeah. you. I'd just rather oh, they so be outside and cotton. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, George, you what I say. Absolutely. Well, I, I do hear you literally. Um, so um, you you hate black people. Well, and, I wouldn't uh, say that I hate black people. I just don't like being anywhere near them. The stench is overwhelming. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. Am I coming through uh, here? Huh? Well, I'm really sorry. I've been having a little bit of alcohol here. My husband Brad is asleep. <laughs> right. So now, now I'm understanding your friendship with Martin Lindstedt, the, the child molester, uh, George Takai. Well, 
I wouldn't call Pastor Vincent a child molester. I would say that he was wrongly accused, and he's the pastor is a friend of mine. Right. He actually. But I don't know. Why, I have no idea what that has to do with those uh, stinky watermelon-eating baboons. Well, but he was like, he's like wow. a white nationalist. Wow, and we're, we're the haters and racists. My God, listen to you. Well, right. I'm trying to eating baboons. My gosh, you say it and it's okay. We say it if we're white and it's a fucking crime. It's actually not okay, he says it. I'm just putting that out there. It's actually not okay. No, no. You know I've what? It uh, really yeah, shows, your, shows your lack of intelligence to have to refer to people in, uh, that way, actually. Oh, uh, this I is a great Harvard scholar. I tend to respect uh, people that that I can that? hold a conversation without uh, talking like that. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, nurse. Oh, bye. Oh, George Sakai, look, 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 dude. I'm gonna call you on that. Okay, so uh, can you hear me well, now? Like you turn around, and go, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, you know, I just think they should go back to the barn where they belong. Okay, so black people should go back to the barn where they belong. Indeed. I don't want them anywhere near my chateau. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> so like you you were so when you were when you were put in an internment camp that was wrong, but black people being put into like uh cotton fields and plantations is okay. Oh absolutely, absolutely. I totally as long as it's not by force, you know, but they really need to be there by their own. Really, I, I'm not really <clears throat> in the statistics of this, but as long as they're far away from me in my chateau, then I'm fine. Like, what are some other things you don't want in your chateau? Well, uh, Jews such Good a Bill Chatter would be great. He is such a hook-nosed jerk. I'd really love to shove him in an oven. Wait, who's that? Jim <laughs> Shatter. The big right 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 right. He's a camera-hogging kike. <laughs> oh, God. He's a fat, washed-up, camera-hogging, hook-nosed jerk, and I'd love to put my face in, into his big chest and go... <laughs> <laughs> you motor son of a bitch. <laughs> so, um... You know, well, it's nice talking to you, but I have to go to sleep and take care of all different kinds of patients tomorrow. Yeah, it had yeah. Yeah. about William yeah, she Shatner. She's not, a real, she's not a real racist. She just takes out on Stonefront. Right, yeah. That's me. I was on Stonefront. <laughs> nurse, nurse, thank you, you for calling you in. You pegged me so well. Thank you. I re- you know, I really appreciate that. Thanks for pegging me. You got me. Five minutes of conversation. Man, you figured me out. Absolutely. Okay, Thank so you. nurse. Thank you. I appreciate that. Nurse, <sighs> nurse, nurse. Listen, yeah. call into the show. It's Monday nights at 11 p.m. every Monday. Okay. Call back in. Talk more. I, I want to cultivate a dialogue. Let you say whatever you want to say. We can talk about Bill Shatner. No, hang on. You're really out of control, George Sakai. <laughs> but um, anyways, um. Call in, follow my show, like t- t- click on like the tab right there and follow my show or follow us here on Twitter at the hateproject.com. And, and thank you for being a nurse because what you do is great. All right. Well, thank you. And there's other shows out there, you know, that you can come in and you can call in on uh, some of our shows that are going on. It'd be nice to hear your opinion as well. Absolutely. I'd love to. And I'll, I'll try and send me a message. 
I hate I'm gonna, but yeah, I don't I don't twit my twatter or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh. Okay, so I'm gonna put my email down here. KT shows on Wednesday, isn't it? Huh? Say that again. KT shows on Wednesday. Yeah, there's a show on Wednesday. It's called White Pride, not White We Hate Everyone Radio. Um, okay. So if you want to check that out, it's uh, it's on Wednesdays, eight o'clock. Yeah, you've already called. We heard you. You're gonna get cut off again. Oh, <laughs> but, that's uh, I would have called it to talk about Bill Shatner. Really? Well, we'll just cut you off. I promise you that. I promise you that. So anyway, Bye. but if you'd like to call in or you'd like to come to the show, it's White Pride Radio on Wednesday night. All right. Eight o'clock Eastern time. Cool. I'll keep an eye out for I'll, it. Okay, I'll be take there. care. Oh great. Right, we we'll, we'll just can't wait. Bye bye. Bye. Need a good eye. Bye. All right. So well, um disappointing. that was really disappointing. I must I was really trying to get her to open up, but she wouldn't really give any details. So I can only assume that she's one of those keyboard activists behind there at Stonefront. Nothing like past instead. Internet badass. Right, right, yeah, internet badass. So, uh, so Mr. Dakai, uh, you want to shove William Shatner into an oven? Um, well, that was correct? hyperbole. I'd, lo- I'd, I'd much more rather, I'd much more rather love to put my face into his chest and go. <laughs> you had a motorboat, William Shatner. Okay. Um, love to his mouths. I mean, despite the fact that he is a hook-nosed, whiny jerk. He does have those nice, voluptuous mountains that I'd love to squeeze. Wow. All right. Well, um, and then... I, 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 did they really transfer you people to Skid Row? At, well, they didn't transfer me, but we had nowhere to live at the time. I mean, and it, was like being in, it was like being in New Orleans during the hurricane. I mean, my goodness. If you want to live in the Superdome, it would be terrible. What do you mean? I'm trying to understand what you mean by you people. That sounded kind of racist, too. I mean, yeah. all of you in this chat room. I mean, I mean, said you. So that, that, that did sound kind of racist from a, ooh, from a show. Uh, the, the question is, Ku Klux Klan, can you handle it? Whoa. No, I can. Just trying to point out the fact that... Uh, that's good. You know, he, he's some some racist stuff himself. Absolutely. What are you going to do? Are you going to call the thought police on me? <laughs> Were you offended? <laughs> are you going to get offended like some kind of a whiny Jew? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, like, what, what are you uh, made of over there, Ku Klux Klan? Are you a man or are you just some kind of a whiny Jew? No. <laughs> Your camera hogging. There's a somewhere in that family tree. A camera hogging hook nosed jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so William Shatner has turned you anti Semitic, George Takai. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I would join the SS if I could. <laughs> you imagine this George Takai, Sulu. Officer Sulu checking into the SS to fire a photon torpedo right up Bill Shatner's Jewish bunghole. So, well, like, it's not too unbelievable because, like, the Germans formed an alliance with the Japanese. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So like, I mean, like you, you missed my, my fucking brilliant uh, sketch last week. I did this thing on online where I was like, I was pitching this movie about the meeting and how awkward that was where like the Germans, the Italians and the, and the Japanese were sitting at a table forming this alliance. And the German is just like, uh, something doesn't feel right. This is very, I don't know. And the German is like, oh, it's a great idea. White supremacy. Supremacy. Would you want to see that film, sir? You want to see that film? That would be great. I'd love to see that. Would you want to be in it, sir? If I write oh, I'd absolutely. I'd love to be in the film. Dragon, would you go see this film? No, because he's a pussy. <laughs> Dragon, are you he there? Can't even, he can't even handle a little colorful racist language. I mean, what kind of a racist <laughs> are you? You know, I, I've I've heard that the best of the South died in the Civil War, but this is ridiculous. You've got no balls. <laughs> I've read the chat. I follow what you're saying. <laughs> well, you you might want to try. It might make you a little bit more manly. It, my words put hair on your chest. I don't I don't take anything a faggot says to heart. Ooh. I wonder. Ooh, my. What about in the ass? You're, 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 you are an abomination, according to the Bible. You are, well, you're, you're an abomination to... because you've got no balls. You, you can't even have <laughs> racist. You've racist got no balls. Being a racist is what the Bible bag it is. And it's why don't you go ahead and open your mouth? I've got a big yellow penis for you. I'm, I'm, I want Open your, your dirt farming redneck mouth for my Japanese balls. <laughs> oh, come on, it's funny. No? Dragon, come on. Hilarious. He has no sense of humor. He has no sense of humor at all. It's but hilarious. From from someone so who that's that from from a person so that so fuck I can't even talk now I'm getting so damn frustrated. Ooh, he's getting angry. It turns on. So, I want to see. I want to hear you angry, big boy. Give me give me the best rate of the south. I want to hear you get angry with me, big boy. I'm not even from the damn south, you knucklehead. I'm, I'm from fucking. I'm from the northeast. I have to live in the south. You sure do sound like it. Well, I've been here 25 years. Mm. Is that a fact? And what do you think about the black baboons? The the black baboons? Yes, I'd like to know no. your opinion. Talking about the animals, or are you talking about the the, the uh, race of black people? Is that what you're referring to? Well, I, obviously it's the latter. You know, I'm, I'm they're they're fucking animals. I agree. I agree 100%. I had to live in Skid Row with those baboons, and I'll swear to God I'll never do it again. Maybe we can form an alliance. They fuck you in the ass in, in the concentration camp, too? Uh, there were no black people in the concentration camp, you dirt-farming ignorant hillbilly. 
There he goes again to hillbilly. I told you before. All the, all the yeah, well, you, if it talks like a hillbilly, it acts like an ignorant hillbilly. And if it sounds like it's got two teeth, oh, well, by oh, God, it oh, probably oh. does. <laughs> There were, no, for the record, for the record, uh, Mr. Jethro, there were no black people in the concentration camps, only us Japanese. It's true, because you know, blacks, blacks can't concentrate anyway because they're fucking illiterate. Oxymoron to put them in a concentration camp when they can't even fucking get a job. <laughs> But now, <laughs> like, like, hell, I'd even, I might even want to come down there and have a few beers. I don't drink. I wouldn't drink with a fact anyway. Maybe okay. Well, then we can have some lemonade. That's <laughs> probably more appropriate for an effeminate yeah. sissy such as yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about Star Trek if you wanted to. That'd be fine with me. But that'd be great. You ever you I ever wanted to turn around? You ever wanted to turn around during one of the tapings and just tell James just to, to fuck off? Oh, like absolutely. You, I I wanted to rearrange. Absolutely, I'll tell you. I want rearrange his surgically. I wanted to rearrange his surgically altered Jewish nose once in a while. Question: When when no one was when no one was around, did you hop up into uh, into the captain's seat and pretend to to, to fly the Enterprise? Yes, absolutely. I hopped into that captain seat, and it was like, ooh, it's me, uh, uh, Captain Sulu here on the bridge. Go ahead, and I'd like to announce every Jew and every <laughs> baboon Negro on this ship. Report to the airlocks. Go in there. Turn off the oxygen supply and eject yourself. That would be funny. be excellent. That would be a great idea. Maybe you could be my first officer. Nah, I'm afraid to. Bye. I did see you on one talk show, and I can't remember which one it was, but it had been years ago, mm-hmm. and, and I can't remember if it was Jay Leno or, or what, but you were, you were, I guess, just got back from Hawaii with a friend and who said that you both became one with the island and something. I can't remember exactly what was on the show, but uh, it was yes. pretty funny. Yes, I became one with the island, and, I came, and, and on the island, I became one with my husband, Brad. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty funny show that night. I'm glad so you enjoyed dragon. it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Dragon, I, I, mean, like... I think it was, I think it was Jay Leno or one of those nighttime. It was, it was some nighttime talk show. Um, Soul Train Pride is accusing me for being a nigger loving liberal. Um, Soul Tra- Soul Train, I just I like them. I don't love. Them. That's a strong word, love. I love my woman. Was it me or you that was the uh, liberal? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I can't even tell. I don't know. But, um, whatever, man. Uh, nurse, yeah, nurse, nurse thank you yeah. for, thank you for participating. Call back. Um, you know, like, I, there's more to your story than you're letting on, honestly. Oh, and I just want to get more on there. And it's not, it's not like, I don't want you to be honest. You don't have to tell me, you don't have to tell me anything. You don't have to tell me where you work or anything like that. Yeah. Call back sometime. Follow my show. 
All right. So how are we doing, guys? Dragon, you doing okay over there? Yeah, and, and, I'm, and I'm wondering why why you think that there's more to, to something. You know, some people just, just live their life this way. It's not nothing. There's no tragic tragedy from, from childhood or, or anything like that. They just they develop a lifestyle, and that's how they live. I mean, there's not, you know, some. my life is not spectacular at all. It, it's just the, just the way that I am. Okay. Hey, hey, man. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't burn crosses in people's yards. You know, I uh, I, don't, I don't fucking shave my head and, and run through town swinging Nazi flags everywhere. You know, I mean, it's just just it's just a white way of life. And I put my race first. And there's not there's not nothing spectacular really about it. It's just how I live. Okay. You don't feel you could live that way without. For, you know, saying all this hate speech and everything, you can just keep to yourself without putting this out there. Isn't what this show is about? He wanted to hear about this kind of stuff. I mean, and and you know, if, if he didn't want to hear about this kind of stuff, he wouldn't have made the format of the show this way. No, I do. I, mean, I do want to hear about it. I do want to hear about it. That's. But I'm also asking me. where it's coming from. That's all. Who so doesn't doesn't want to hear it? But this is what the show's about. I'm talking about in pers- this in your, in your personal life. I mean, not on the show, just your daily life. You couldn't just do have your pride without putting hate with it. I do it every day. I don't put hate with anything. Well, I mean, you, you don't even. How do how how do you how do you say I put hate with everything I do uh, every day? You don't even know who I am. I mean, I don't know. I live every day. I don't use this language, so, I mean, I don't see, I mean, if you're using it online, it would just almost seem like you'd have to use it in, in your daily life. No. No. Yeah. You look, and you look in, in some of the cities, you know, you know, get out of Kentucky and, and go to a real city. Go to Detroit. And live there for about a year and tell me how, how well you like black people. I actually that. lived in Detroit. For, I actually lived in Detroit Absolutely. for six months, and I didn't have a problem with anybody. I doubt you lived in Detroit. You probably lived in the suburbs of Detroit. But I doubt no, you I lived in. in uh, yeah, either I that or she dug herself in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> My husband went to Wayne State University, and we were right in the middle of Detroit, and it was all good with me. Yeah, Wayne State University. I mean, if you live like, living on the campus of Wayne State and going into an actual Baboon neighborhood are two completely different things. I have to concur with the Ku Klux Klan on this one. Oh, man. I mean, I worked off campus, so it wasn't like I was, you know, I wasn't going to school there. I was out and about in the community. Mm-hmm. Well, you get a gold medal. <laughs> I do need a gold medal. See, if, I agree with you. She gets a, a gold medal for running, a, a gold medal for running fast away from those baboons. <laughs> Jesus, a gold medal in the long in the long, in the short distance sprint. <laughs> well, wow! What is you? What are you, you are full surprises, George Akai. Absolutely. Oh well, I'm I'm Sulu. Sulu has a lot of things up his sleeve all the time. Look, why weren't you just going like uh, oh, sorry, three weeks ago? No, happened to. I just happened to run across the show just like you did, Nurse, but I've come on here like the, like the past three weeks. And, uh, you know, it's going pretty good. Uh, you know, he, he is fair on, on uh, listening to both sides of the argument until the, until the trolls show up. 
Which which is the same way with me. Are you accusing me of being a troll now? Actually, actually, you know, aside from your lifestyle, uh, it's it's very enjoyable to have you on the show because you're very fun. Well, thank thank you. I look forward to uh, seeing you again, and I appreciate those kind words. I hope that it leads to at least a ceasefire between Captain Subu (laughs) and the Ku Klux Klan. Well, I, I promise you, you're not on the, on the list. I promise. Well, thank you so very much. It's been an honor. <laughs> you know, it's so great to know that I have so many things in common uh, with the Ku Klux Klan that uh, perhaps when the, the poopy hits the proverbial fan, you will be fighting shoulder to shoulder. Just imagine it. The gay... Christian Identity Alliance with me and Pastor Lindstedt fighting side-by-side with the Ku Klux Klan against those black baboons and those hook-nosed camera-hogging jerks. Shoulder to shoulder is fine as long as you don't try to get behind none of us. You betcha. Oh, my... See, this you guy's funny. On me. This guy's <laughs> funny. He's got some great humor. I actually enjoy this a lot. And even, like, the, the most racist person in the chat enjoys your... Enjoys like you, George Takai. Right, Soul Train? Lutrian Pride is a, a, a nimbuster buffoon, but that doesn't mean I don't like it. Right. Oh, boy. How many years did, Soul, did uh, Star Trek run? It's been a long, it was a long time, wasn't it? Well, you're, you're not going to start. The, the television show has didn't run for long. It didn't even go for three seasons. Um, but when Star Trek was canceled, then we went ahead and made a whole bunch of movies because after Star Trek was canceled, we found there was so much demand and so many people wanted to see it. So uh, we made a, a slew of movies. We made six movies. And, and as a matter of fact, I was the captain of my own ship in the last one. Yeah. Star Trek I'm, 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 undiscovered. Trying to remember the ship. Oh, damn it. See, that, that, I can't remember the name of the ship, but I remember. Did it start with the A? Uh, you're close. It was the USS Excelsior. Excelsior, that's right. That was a badass ship. It, it really was. We fired a lot of phasers and photon torpedoes at those dastardly Klingons. so interesting like you're you're such a um you're you're like a fanboy right now dragon you're like a like a you're like a nerd right now i'm kind of i'm kind of upset with with the technology that uh you know the the, the era of star trek portrayed but yeah I, I don't understand why the why the klingons had the cloaking device and and, and you guys never did even though i would yeah. assume that your technology was far superior than theirs that kind of made it me might have been a little, It might have been a little bit better, Dragon, but the truth of the matter is that it's the ethics of the Federation that prohibits ships from going into cloak. As a matter of fact, the Federation has had possession of cloaking technology for quite some time, but we've chosen not to use it on account of ethics. Yeah, I, did, I didn't have the Federation handbook, so I didn't know. That's quite all right. I'm more than happy to fill in a friend. <laughs> Oh, this is fucking great. 
<laughs> so you're you're bonding with a Japanese American gay man. You who you were so calling a some, faggot earlier. Catch hell for to catch hell for this. Yeah. Well, if you if you do catch hell, Dragon, I'll I'll be right there to explain the whole situation. I'll be there to explain that Dragon fourteen eighty eight, as a matter of fact, is still a raving racist. But just like me, his friend George Decay, he just happened to find something in common with me. It's as simple as that. There's no there's no butt buttery going on over here. Next time I next time I put my clan robe on, some smart ass is gonna iron on one of the Star Trek symbols on it. The little little <laughs> 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 you'll, you'll see me in, in the clan the clan picture holding up the little uh Klingon uh the uh the, the uh the uh Captain Spock little, you know, prosper whatever the fuck hand sign he does. Long, I'll do that in the next long. I'll do that uh, show, uh in the next picture. The next picture we take. <laughs> Box sign, prosper, and do whatever the hell it is. Live long and prosper. That's what it is. Well, gentlemen, it's been an, it's been an enchanting night. Uh, my husband, Brad, is calling me to sleep. I shall see you both later. And uh, hail victory, Ku Klux Klan. Have a nice evening and stay away from those dastardly black baboons. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, I have to get my George. Oh. I don't think you need to remind them to stay away from anyone. Good night, buddy. Yeah, he's off the phone. I had to get off here myself, guys, because it's four, four. That's okay. You know what? It, it's late. We all have things to do tomorrow. Um, any last words? Dragon, you got any last words? I want to say goodnight to the nurse in 1488. I'll see you later. All right, I'll see you later. Thanks for calling in. Keep, keep on joining us. All right. All right, man. Bye. Bye. So, um, I'm left with that same question that um, I had in the previous Paradox of Civility episode. Was I going too easy on these uh, white pride folks? Uh, these This KKK guy? Um just in the hopes that I wouldn't alienate them, you know, that they would keep calling in, that they would keep talking to me. Um, they do. The nurse calls in one more time, basically. Dragon calls in pretty much almost every other episode that I did this show. Um, and we have more talks. They're really frustrating. Um, and I don't know how much good they did, but I will keep sharing them. Um, of course, if any of you have any insights or thoughts after listening to this, I'd love to hear them. Please email me at paradoxofcivility at gmail.com. The email is posted in the description below. Um, I forgot to mention that um, uh, I was making myself anonymous uh, in addition to making allowing the guests to be anonymous. So that's what's with my disappointment wizard um, alias that I did. And so I have aliases for every single episode that I do after this as well. And in fact, no one really knows who I am actually uh, during this the rest of this run. I want to highlight a couple of things from this episode. Uh, the very last thing, or one of the last things that uh, Dragon1488 says, he uh, gives me uh, a little bit of the business for trying to find uh, some sort of like a story or this compelling reason for why he and people like him live like they do. That they 
are racialists. Um, you know, he basically says it's just how some people live their lives. Um, I remember reading an interview with Richard Spencer when the media would not stop covering him after the election. And um, he said sort of the same thing. He said, you know, nothing really happened. I just decided to go down this road. Now, both of these folks, Spencer and Dragon 1488, they something may have happened that they are just not expressing. I don't know. But it's just... Um, it's interesting that it's just considered a choice. Um, I don't really believe that. I mean, they make it sound like I just chose to join this book club or take these improv classes or join this uh, softball team on the weekends. Um, just a quirky passion. Um, you know, genocide, reinstating white supremacy. Um, yeah, you know, it's just something I do. Whatever, you go to your job. Um I last thing I want to share is some emails that I exchanged with the nurse. The nurse, uh, after she appeared on this episode, she sent me an email. It said, hey, just testing your email address out. Thank you for having me on the show. Would you like to come on as a guest on our sometime? And I responded, absolutely. Can you send me info on your when your show is and how to participate? I accidentally uh, signed off with my real name, um, which was a bit of a mistake on my part. And then um, she sends me the message about it's another show on Talk Shoe. Um, and uh, she, um, I, the next email that I send to her is um, I say, I was, I was busy on Halloween. We'll check it out next time. What's the name of the show? She says it's WP Radio. Uh, it's on Talk Shoe. And then she writes back, um, Halloween was a rough one. Way too much pumpkin pie vodka for me, exclamation point. Can't even think of it, let alone smell it. Cringing as I type this. LOL! Exclamation point. Apparently the gentleman who started the White Student Union will be on one of our upcoming shows. Hope all is well. Have a good one. Um, so, why am I sharing this? Um, basically, um, a lot of these uh, sympathetic profiles from like the New York Times, Washington Post, The Atlantic of like white nationalists that, uh, you know, are Trump supporters, they've come out of the white nationalist closet, they'll kind of list these, like, funny, like, oh, well, this guy, he hates the Jews, but he actually enjoys Seinfeld reruns. Things like that. These sort of articles keep coming out. And um, I don't know. It's just this sort of, like, LOL, pumpkin pie vodka, which sounds so fucking gross, by the way. Um, what kind of a white per like? You're not the you're not the superior race if you enjoy that. But anyways, I'm, I digress. Um, I can't tell if it's their performative way of appearing normal, or if it's just that. Like these things are all normal to them. Like uh, taking a shit in the morning. Uh, yeah, we're just going to a party. Uh, gonna watch some Mind Hunter on Netflix and um, gonna dabble in. Uh, how do we get rid of all the mud races? Um, yeah, just a regular weekend. I mean, it's kind of busy, but I, that's the way I like it. I don't know. Anyways, if you have any ideas, please email me. Um, and that is it for this episode of Paradox of Civility. Um, if you have any ideas, if you have any questions, of course, please email me. Otherwise, I will uh, talk to you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>